live from our respective apartments, it's Just Meaningful Plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Kitty Clay and Narber, and Chris Dockham Goodman. Ding dong, the witches said, millennial witch, the wicked witch. Ding dong, the wicked witches. Oh, I'm so sorry. Are we doing the intro? Uh, welcome back to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. If you can't tell, it's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life. And your hosts are feeling good. You are coming in with such a strong energy at that. (laughs) Yeah, Chris did not know. I I mean, I didn't have any of that planned. That just came from my soul and thinking about what we're about to embark on. But, like, I am feeling so good now because of who we got to say goodbye to first and who we're talking about first and who we're just getting out of the way first. And I am ready for it, Chris. Katie, when do we ever have any of these bits and things planned? I don't think you even need to say it anymore. It just, <laughs> just assume. Just accept it. <laughs> just assume that we are shooting from the hip, which is why sometimes it works and sometimes it really works. <laughs> <laughs> but spoiler alert: Katie's happy. I'm not mad at it. I was. I have opinions. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is, <laughs> yeah. it is weeks four and five of season six of Dancing with the Stars. Things are happening, I guess. I. <laughs> yeah, like, ish. I mean, we should know I'm going to come into this happy, Chris. I'm getting to talk about Viennese waltzes mm-hmm. and rumbas. What could make my heart sing louder than that well let's go ahead and just jump into it let's jump into week four uh we are saying goodbye to the witch himself it is (laughs) it is adam carolla and his partner julianne bye witch bye witch why witch (laughs) ha 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 Ah, he sucks. He straight up sucks, everyone. <laughs> My disdain for Adam Carolla has grown out of control. You thought you thought I didn't like Cody Rigsby on quick step reactions. This is a whole nother level. Oh, see, I feel like I transferred whether I should actually hate Adam because I just started being like, I'm going to tune you out. I hate you that much. I feel like I've transferred that hatred to a couple people who do not deserve it. <gasps> who? I'm gonna say that. Oh my god, I'm so nervous now. You just stopped my heart. I assume I also stopped your heart because in pre-show chatter, there are a couple people that I shared that I have hot takes about, and now I yeah. bet you're wondering if my hot takes are about how I hate at least one of those people. Yeah, they are. I'm not, girl, I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) You're a good lip reader. What if, I'm no Marley Matlin, but I do my best. Do you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I do not. Okay. There's one of the characters in that is like a good lip reader. And so 
her boyfriend and his mom are like having a conversation and he's like and we should probably stop because amy knows everything that we're saying right now because she can read our lips and she like rolls down the window and she's like says something and then his mom is like wow she she is really good and she goes i mean deaf people they're the real talent (laughs) are you saying you're the real talent of this podcast yeah i mean uh maybe okay so adam carolla and (laughs) julianne let's just get it over with find a way to being on topic (laughs) it's difficult you know how you should stay on topic? You should get on a unicycle and ride it for the first third of a Paso Doble. That feels on topic. How many seconds do you think he was on the unicycle slash getting off the unicycle before he danced? 15. 30. Oh my, you are not exaggerating? I'm not exaggerating. It's 30 seconds before he executes a dance move off of a unicycle. So Adam Carolla and Julianne Huff perform a pasta doble in week four. And folks, if you haven't picked up on it, that I'm not even, there was nothing in the package. It was no, dumb. It was, yeah. I mean, it was a package. Julianne's turning him into a real dancer. He really cares. And then they start a dance for 30 seconds on a unicycle because he's been bitten by the dance bug. Because when you think Zorro, you think a unicycle. (laughs) When I think of that fantastic Zorro movie, I find myself thinking, guys, enough with the unicycle. We get it. How many Zorro movies are there? Well, I mean, there's lots of movies with the character Zorro. If you're talking about, like, Antonio Banderas, Catherine Zeta-Jones, there are two of hmm. them. Okay, that's what I... Th- I knew there was more than one. A years later sequel. hmm Um, I mean, I just... I knew I already didn't like it with the mustache, and then he yeah. just comes out riding on a unicycle. <laughs> Happy Pasa Doble, everybody. <laughs> Oh, this is the right energy. Um, it felt like his. Okay, I'm about to say something. No, that nope. sounds so stupid. Given that he was on a unicycle for the first thirty seconds, somehow this dance felt the most content heavy of any dance Shut he's done. Shut. Oh, of any dance he's done. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were about to say of the night, and I was. I mean, I was going to leave the Zoom. I was going to leave (laughs) and quit the podcast, delete all of the episodes. It felt the most content heavy out of any he's done. He looked super shaky. The shaping needed much improvement. It's he's on a unicycle for thirty seconds. There you have it, folks. And somehow, despite all of this, it is still overscored. Yeah, 676 at 19. And Len's (laughs) comment was just, like, brutal. Like, Len basically is like, you don't compare to other contestants. Where's the lie? He, he, He was on a unicycle, and of course, because he's on a unicycle, it's not like he can really, like, do arm motions or things, because... Yeah. He's on a unicycle. 
for 30 seconds of the dance. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> Julianne, why? I don't put this on Julianne. I mean, it is. <laughs> At that point, it's clear she was just like, what if I only have to teach you, like, two-thirds a of a dance? A 60-second dance. <laughs> Instead of a 90-second dance. Yeah, it is what it is. Bye forever, Adam Carolla. Ding dong. Ding dong, the witch is dead. And an old witch, the wicked witch. Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. Who's your favorite character from um, Wizard of Oz? Katie, I'm about to come in with a scorching hot take. You don't like Wizard of Oz? I don't really like the Wizard of Oz. I don't think you're wrong. I find it boring. Um, When I... In my first job, uh, the other school in town did a spring musical. We did a fall musical. And for their spring mm-hmm. show, they were doing the Wizard of Oz. So, of course, I went to, like, support my friend, the other music teacher, like, do all this. And I sit down, and it starts... And, like, the lights go down, and I just have a moment of panic where I think, I don't like The Wizard of Oz, so I'm about to be bored for two hours. Yeah. And you know what? I wasn't wrong. To answer my own question, the Tin Man is my favorite character. <laughs> so, moving I on. I <laughs> like the Tin Man. <laughs> I like The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> you know who I like? Mario and his partner Karina Smirnoff in You mean Poopy? <laughs> I was all ready with that. <laughs> week 5, but you're just coming in hot. I thought she was I mean, I can't tell what she was saying in her accent. It sounded just kind of like Poopy. No, I don't think it was like, "Oh, Poopy." You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> oh, Poopy. Didn't that feel good? <laughs> it's like no, I don't think that's what she was going for, but that's what it's turned into in my brain. It's what it turned into in Len's brain. I like that he yeah. leads off with that, and Tom has no, like, Tom truly has no idea what he's doing, so he can't even yes and. No. No. Anyway, we're in week four. They do a pasta doble. It's uh, a really traditionally choreographed paso from Karina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He performed it with such interesting, smooth flair that mm-hmm. felt much more kind of modern. I I hate to say like his hip hop R and B training mm-hmm. influenced it, but like he was, it felt like he was doing that in the middle of the paso. Mm-hmm. So I I found it very interesting to watch. But I agreed with Len that just the style wasn't there. Because he was doing something completely different. Yes. And not in a good way. Yes. You've basically summed up everything I felt. I just want to point out, I absolutely loved Karina's dress Mm -hmm. with the gold underlay. So when she was really moving it, it just looked breathtaking. And when she did the final flip over him? Incredible. Absolutely incredible. But yeah, it's just, he did it 
well, but the style didn't match. He was one of the only, if not the only, Paso to use cape work, so I liked that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it showed his his real potential as a mover, as a dancer. It just didn't work in the Paso. It didn't land. Because it wasn't a... It, it both was and wasn't a Paso. Yeah. Like, usually when we say on this show, oh, this dance wasn't a fill-in-the-blank, it's because choreographically it, it just doesn't fit. It doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. What's weird about this one is it really, in content, is a Paso. You can see Karina doing that musically. It's a very traditional Paso music. He's just, the way he's dancing it isn't... It's not a Paso isn't the bullfighter. It's not posy, fiery, passionate enough. I don't know if, like, timid is quite the right word, but, like, it was... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to describe what he was doing. And it's hard, because usually when we talk about, like... When we say some of these things that I'm about to say, when we talk about masculinity in dancing, we are thinking mm-hmm. of, like, the pasa, where it's hit your pose, really flare out in just sort of a real purpose and energy that is kind of reined in. And Mario doesn't exude a feminine energy when dancing, but no. his masculinity isn't in that pose, hit, huh, sort of feeling that, say, Christian gives later in the evening doing a paso. What Mario is doing is a softer, kind of smoothed edges flowing mm-hmm. style, which still feels masculine, but it's not right for this dance. No, I agree. I agree. You are so good at this, Chris. I'm not a dancing expert, but I know a, I know a lot of dancing with, with the, the stars. stars expert. Yeah. So, scores of 24, 8, 7, 9. I don't really know what Bruno was thinking, but, you know, it gets some points and we're happy about that. I can see what Bruno was thinking because watching it, and you do think, he's a good dancer. I watched that being, Mm -hmm. wow, Mario is really good. Mm -hmm. But it just wasn't a possidoble, so you can't score it that highly. So, I I can see how it's difficult and why Bruno decided to air on. He danced it really well and he brought his own energy. It just didn't feel mm-hmm. that way for me. Mm-hmm. What did feel right was their Samba. One of the best dances of Latin night week five. Yes. And it's first out of the gate. Yeah. So you might not agree with what I'm about to say. It was a very difficult routine and he had flashes of just greatness but I felt nothing it was an impressive routine with no emotional backing for me personally and so I was like I recognize that this is like a technically like wonderful dance but I feel nothing This was one of the only dances of week five where I felt something. 
I I thought this was a real breakthrough for him. Mm-hmm. I thought again he was bringing a certain je ne sais quoi to it a certain flair that in this case worked for a samba it was sexy it was smooth it was really well executed sometimes i thought his arms got a little lazy if they were supposed Uh to be like straight out they were they were lower than that but Mm -hmm. i thought this was a huge step forward for him it it was right for him. And I can like I can agree with that. It just emotionally wasn't connecting with me. I didn't walk away being like, wow. But I was like, no, yeah, like he's improved. When you say an emotional connection in the samba, what are I you felt expecting? nothing. I felt I wanna feel joy. I wanna feel happy. You I didn't, want to You smile. didn't feel joy watching that? No. I just got joy from the sheer execution of it. And being like, oh, this is what we've seen in him, and here it is. And that doesn't bring you joy? No. You're a heartless witch! I know. I know. We might have to say goodbye to two witches tonight. I don't know, Chris. Well, the judges all liked it. Scored a 27. And to that I say, okay. Did you enjoy seeing Stevie Wonder? I mean, sure. I don't know why he wasn't helping them out in the studio, though. I think he could have given a lot of insight. Are you in the camp that Stevie Wonder can see? <laughs> I'm not going to put this person on full blast. Yeah, I may have a family member who fully believes that Stevie Wonder can see. Um, well, I'm like... I saw the thing with, like, Shaq, where Shaq is like, I think he can see. I just, I I wanted to bring it up, and that was all I needed. Perfect. All I needed. Um, These jokes I know are a little cornea. Um, (laughs) Boo! Boo! Boo this man. (laughs) Well, from one hot man to one hot stripper. It's Marissa <laughs> Minoker and Tony Tavolani. <laughs> this is why I don't handle the segues, Chris. I mean, when I think Marissa, I think stripper. <laughs> well, she says it in week five. It was my favorite. I loved that line. She does something and she's like, that's how you wanted to look? And Tony's like, yeah. And she just like starts laughing. She's like, I was a stripper in my last life. Apparently I had fully tuned out by then. Which brings me to my first hot take. <laughs> I have decided I just... I start girding my loins every time a package of hers starts because I think to myself, Why? How many tears are we going to get today? How disappointed are we going to be? Uh, Week four, it is a completely sad package. It is, once again, oh no, woe is us. We just can't do anything right by these judges. This is just... I feel so bad about myself. And so, honestly, I was ready for that in week five as well. And I just, 
when I got to that point and I, and then she was like happy and excited. And then I was just annoyed. So, so there was no pleasing me. And I know this is horrible. And once again, she seems like a very lovely person, but I just, after the first four weeks, I think I just got a certain impression of her where I decided, no, thank you. That's just really frustrating to hear. (laughs) I'm just feeling very frustrated. So they dance a Paso Doble in week four. I thought as to the Paso, it had great precision. They were connected and in sync. I thought the choreography was good. I think I could have used a little more like emotion and performance from her but I she really impressed me it was a step in the right direction she's no leg for days but she's maybe like legs for an afternoon and her legs were really good I agree that it was not half bad it was improved at first she seemed worried more than fierce Mm -hmm. but I think she found her way um yeah i liked it i didn't like whatever hair they had her in it was giving me (laughs) it was serving it was serving brunette version of patty lupone's les miserables wig oh which is not a flattering choice to go for yeah but the pasta was better i mean it survived unlike patty lapone's character in les mis (laughs) she saw a score of 24 straight eights we moved into week five her package was a delight she was so funny in it she was feeling herself she called herself a stripper in a past life it was fabulous glad to hear (laughs) as to the samba itself I smiled through the entire thing. You could tell she felt great doing it. The shimmies and hips galore. It was just a fun, upbeat dance, and she looked so happy at the end. I found the choreography to be a hair repetitive, and I didn't Mm -hmm. love that. But, like, I enjoyed this dance. I'm not going to say it was better than Mario's, but, like, I, I felt more emotion with this one. I thought she showed more technique than she has before. That was good. Mm-hmm. But I, it finished. And I thought, not Mario's. Like, it was fine. No, and it's not his. It's not. But, like, hers had more of a genuine, like, joy to it than his did. I don't see it. And I, again, I think another reason that I think I am unfairly annoyed at her, basically a lot of the reasons that I don't like her right now are not really her fault, which is why I know all of this is so irrational and I feel like you are so cold right now. (laughs) And I'm just like, I've done this (laughs) for somebody that I'm just like, I'm I'm annoyed at things that aren't her fault. Mm, Some of them aren't her fault. Like, I'm annoyed at how much the audience in the ballroom loves her week after week. 
because I was annoyed when they loved her dances that did not deserve that much love. And this one, I was like, okay, it was good. And the audience starts booing when it starts seeing eights. And I just thought, for that, I'm changing my score to a seven. Like, that is the level (laughs) that I am operating at. And it's just like, she is unfairly getting hit with all this buckshot. But you know what? I'm not going to apologize for it. We're monsters, and it is what it is. Straight eights again. Another 24. Boo! Boo! Should have been tens. Okay, crowd, what, calm down, What crowd. is the audience seeing? What are they seeing in her? What are you seeing in her? Because she's, like, a real person. She's, like, fun, and she's bubbly, and it's genuine. That's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing someone go out there and, like, actually performing, not perfectly, but, like, she is improving, and she's getting rewarded for it. Oh, see, most of the time I'm not seeing bubbly. I'm seeing how sad they are or how mad they are every time. Well, that's because you're just a little Debbie Downer witch, okay? (laughs) I refuse to apologize for my thoughts and opinions. I'm not asking you to. Not asking you to. Will I ever talk to you again? I don't know, but I'm not asking you to apologize. I mean, I was ready to quit the podcast earlier, so... (laughs) So, so clearly, if you're not willing to draw that final line, you must be able to be swayed to my camp. So I will continue working on that. I will show you the error of your ways. And we will move on. Perfect. To, thankfully, I'm going to guess neither of us have anything hot, spicy, or much to say about this next person. Christian and Cheryl. They dance a paso. She's clad in... A very... What's either... I At first I thought it was pleather, but I'm pretty sure she's in rubber. Oh, really? It, it looked... It, it was too, like, skin tight, it felt to be pleather. Mm-hmm. Which just... Why? <laughs> It, it, I feel like there was some odd, like, wardrobe choices in these two weeks. And this one was atrocious. Yeah. It was a very angry dance. Mm-hmm. I think his timing got a little off. And, like, he impressed me. But I felt very little. Mm-hmm. There was some good fire and passion. I wanted more energy in, like, his legs. And, like, his feet, you know? Mm-hmm. I just wanted more energy at the end. It sort of fizzled to a close. Mm-hmm. And that's all she wrote. Uh, nine, eight, Scores nine, 26. 26. Nine, eight, nine. <laughs> and who's that over there who made a small, small cameo in their package? Teeny tiny Teeny. season two winner. Drew Lachey. Hey there, Drew. Okay, but I had to, like, really think about that because, so Drew was there, and then so was Jerry Rice. And I was like, Jerry wasn't her partner. And I just, I love that he developed a bond with her like that. Well, Jerry clearly has spent enough time around the show after the fact 
that yeah. he probably feels connected with the pros. Jerry is essentially a pro at this point. And I looked up what Dance Center is, and we'll talk about it next week, everyone. <laughs> Katie, I was going to tell you that so that I made sure I let you know. Dance <laughs> Center is happening week seven. Yes. But forget about week seven. Forget about Dance Center. Forget about Jerry Rice. But don't you ever forget about teeny tiny Drew Lachey. We've got a rumba, folks. And don't you forget though we still don't like rumbas and i didn't care about this one yep it was fine cheryl shined his hips felt a bit stiff whatever i don't have any specific notes i just len said it and it was correct it was competent Mm-hmm. 788-23 <laughs> I mean, what more is there to say? It's a rumba. Mm-hmm. I preferred their week four package to their week five one, where you had Cheryl kind of frustrated at Christian. And so then it was a little bit of whiplash to do, and now we're going to do a heavily produced package where we have them just pretend to be in like a telenovela yeah. Spanish movie romance and it was just like this is dumb and the fact that they made cheryl go christian what are you doing we still have to learn a dance like it sounded so scripted when cheryl said it it was was. they did and i mean obviously it was scripted but they didn't say like okay cheryl can we try that again with like a little more feeling this time (laughs) no (laughs) they got the one take and they were like all right we got it moving on (laughs) or imagine yeah you be cheryl i'll be the producers Christian, what are you doing? We have a dance to learn. Okay, this time, can you use a little more vocal inflection, some highs, some lows, some peaks and valleys? Action. Christian, what are you doing? We still have a dance to learn. Okay, I see what you're doing. Uh, Sound like you're pleading with Christian to learn the dance. Try it pleading. Christian, what are we doing? We still have a dance to learn. Okay, one more time. I think we're almost there. Can you sound like you are so desperate? Like, think of the most desperate you've been in your life. And you are, like, begging. You are begging this man. You are down on your knees in front of him. You are asking, like, please save me. I will die if I do not do this dance. Do you understand what I'm asking you, Cheryl? Yeah, no, I th- I think I think I've got it. I think, All right. I, I, think I can channel some of that. All right, action. Christian, what are you doing? We still have a dance to learn. Was that it? Cut print. (laughs) (laughs) That entire 15-minute bit is staying in the episode. (laughs) Katie, that is... How how can I cut around it? It is integral to the rest of the episode. We are going to be like building upon this. It's going to be a running gag. Yeah, it cannot be cut. Just like Cheryl's line in that package could not be cut out. Absolutely not. Had to stay in. Had to stay in. Christian does land in the bottom two. So clearly, he should have done as Cheryl asked. They still had a dance to learn. Yeah. Christian, what are you doing? (laughs) 
speaking of somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, let's talk about Fabian and Marley Matlin. So in week four, we have a Viennese waltz, which we all know I love. This is one of my all-time favorite songs that they dance to. Uh, Billy Joel's Mm -hmm. She's Always a Woman. I love this. So when it started, I was all ready to be on board. And were you? Um, I wasn't not. Yeah. It just didn't wow me. Like, something mm. was missing. I think that they had a decent connection. I think they had good up and down movements. I wanted you know, more there of was... that. I wanted more rise and fall. I agree. They had a wobble once or twice mm-hmm. on, like, the out and then in and then out and then in. She looked a little shaky. And so, like, all in all, it was a decent dance. But there was just something missing from it. To me, some of it is just the connection between them doesn't feel there. Mm-hmm. Because she had generally nice extensions, nice sweep, but it just a sense of partnership didn't totally go. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because I'm annoyed by him. I I just yeah he's so he's become so grating. Week four wasn't bad. Wait till we get to week five. Well, I'm about to go off. Oh, I'm ready for that. I was I was just annoyed by him, like in the backstage interview. I was just like, it's too, it's too yeah. much. Um, this is all eights for a twenty-four out of thirty, which leads us and oh, Weepy yeah. has, I think maybe one of the first. You truly touched me. And we love Carrie Ann on this podcast, so we had to we had to bring some attention to that. I it's it happens so rarely. We had to point out when Carrie Ann is crying. Yeah. All right. Make the man cry. Give it to him, Katie. Week five. Honestly, Sama. fork fa- fork Fabian. They're getting frustrated. It's They're dancing a samba. I understand that that presents challenges. It's a tough dance to learn. He's getting frustrated. And she says, talk to me. And he says, I'm talking to you, but you can't hear me. And I saw red. That is the most disrespectful. I, I cannot believe they kept it in the package. I am appalled that she didn't walk out right then and there. That is such a slap in the face. It was frustrating to watch right before that as well. Because it was almost like watching it turn into like Fabian was starting to believe the way to communicate with her was to like almost like jump up and down, like demonstrate real big, like kind of over-exaggerate mm-hmm. everything. She, like she just can't hear. That doesn't require you to like yell or talk more or jump or like gesture big. She's I under- not stupid. I like, under- she's a f- fully capable human being. Like, I do understand how it is probably frustrating that they're, like, moving all around. And so there might be times while they're 
like dancing, trying something that he might be saying something that she's not going to it. Like she's not going to get that message for another few seconds until she like, let's say they turn around and now she can see her interpreter because like, I, I get that that might be tough. And he's like, that Fabian is feeling the pressure of that, but it just comes out in such a way that it's, it's not pretty. He's a petulant child who's like throwing a t- like I feel like rather than him just taking two seconds to allow her the time that she needs to catch up, rather than doing that, he's throwing jabs and he's he's all it takes is a few seconds of his time and patience and she will be caught up. This is where I think she needed a different partner and he needed a different partner and it's it comes down to he obviously like is a ballroom dancer he has very likely taught before he's worked with partners i don't know if he's taught in this way of somebody who can't dance who hasn't danced that he's like making them be his partner doing this i think if she had been partnered with somebody who had been on the show before, who understands how the show works, who knows how to work mm-hmm. with a star, who knows how to do this, I think it would be far less frustrating for him, which mm-hmm. might have helped prevent a breaking point like this. Because when it comes down to it, I think some of this is just natural frustration that we see happen in partnerships. Oh, but this definitely. is also his first one. And he's also having to learn how to communicate differently and learn how to be on the show and how to do this. So I think Mm -hmm. it's just too much where they they never should have been partnered together. Mm -hmm. Imagine her with Louis. So the Samba happens. Too much stop and and start. a train wreck. I didn't think it was a train wreck. I just... It it wasn't I, exciting. It wasn't interesting. But she wasn't doing it. Like, that was the, like, it starts, and she's very clearly supposed to do, like, a body roll or something. And it's just this, like, oh, I'm not, like, I didn't know if she was refusing to do the moves. I didn't know if she forgot the moves. Like, I got done, and I was, like, was that as horrible as I thought it was? And then the judges started, and I was, like, okay, so it was, like, there were many mistakes that happened in that dance. Mm-hmm. Carrie Ann insinuates that there might have been a point where she might have like stopped the dance I didn't think it was horrific I didn't think it was as bad as say like the judges thought I just had no interest in it so I mean maybe if I had been paying closer attention I would have been like oh oof but it just kind of it lost me and so I wasn't I don't feel like I'm as critical on it because I just didn't care it was bad, man. It was bad. Then I'm glad I was out of it. Mm-hmm. Seven, seven, eight. It scores a 22. Fabian lives to see another day, much to our disdain. And now let's live in somebody else's world. Christy Yamaguchi. They start off week four with the Paso Doble. Chris? 
How'd it leave you feeling? It was very interesting to realize that she was like, oh, this is so out of my, like, wheelhouse. You don't have to do so posy, fire, passion in ice skating. And I was like, oh, that's true. It's not something she probably would have done a lot. Um, mm -hmm. And yet, somehow, she finds a way to be like, oh, I'll make this look effortless in my technique. I'll make this look mm -hmm. like I've done it always. I mean, she's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Where are you at with this one? This dance, she moves incredibly like always. I felt like she truly was the cape and was there to make Mark look good. I have never understood that analogy more than in this dance because I think she emulated that so well. Her stamina was next level. I found it a hair boring. So, I texted you this week. I can't even with Christy Yamaguchi. Yeah. And you asked, is this a good or a bad thing? If you were to guess, do you think I meant that in a good or a bad way? I think good. So, yes and no. Because she is so good. She is, like, I watched it and just went, wow, that is incredible. The weird problem she has for me is that, A, because every dance is just so, like, flawlessly technically executed, they have all kind of blended together for me. Like, there's no dance of hers right now that I'd be like, that is one of the best dances ever performed on this show. That is, like, the no. most memorable version of this dance performed on the show. And... Maybe it's unfair because of the expectations that we had for her coming in and the way that she has met that bar and continued to push that bar forward. I think of the other per, and of course, it's the other person that we're going to talk about in conjunction with Christy, and that is Meryl Davis. The difference to me between them, because there is a real difference. It is, I mean, we get through week five, and we have yet to see Christy sweat. They have tried to be like, yeah. oh, the rumba being sexy, it's so different for me. Oh, this stop, start, passion, fire in the paso is not something I'm used to doing. But it never looks like it's a challenge in rehearsals. We haven't had like a they are breaking down, something is going wrong. The judges never score mm -hmm. them lowly. In... Season 18, there are a couple times when on the scoreboard they falter a little bit. The judges are like, oh, Max, you didn't do right by this. Or the infamous week where Abby Lee Miller comes on and just decides to be like, Meryl, I hate you. Um, yeah. It, like, they have moments where it makes her look vulnerable. And then you have Max, yeah. who is wildly vulnerable on the season. <laughs> Christy and Mark don't have that. 
So, like, every time I go in, I'm like, I can't wait to watch them dance. They do it. And I go, great. Moving on. Yes. Because, unfortunately, it's just so... It's so inevitable. That you're... And, like, there are other people who are doing really well. But... There's no excitement. The only excitement and the only incentive there is to watch her is to know you're going to get a good dance. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there are people who are good, but they just aren't quite comparable. Like I, Jason so far has been a huge surprise and delight on the season. Mario is kind of starting to come into his own. There are others who it's just like, okay, it is working, but it doesn't feel like they are going to beat her. It never feels like there's any way she can lose. Yeah. You're you're basically just hoping that she is not going to do well one week. And that's the only way you can overtake her. Mm-hmm. And you just can't see it being a possibility. Because she's just so impeccable. It's It's a problem with a lot of reality shows. But this is one where it's it just feels so inevitable... She's so perfect that there is a joy in watching it, but it it's clear why this is sort of a less talked about season of Dancing with the Stars. Because it's it's maybe better in quality in some ways than four or five, but it's just like we we know from day one what's going to happen. It's it's another thing that's so unfair. Like, I love Christy. I am obviously, like, very into watching her every time. And yet, there is this problem that they are facing. Like, honestly, if I'm Christy, next week I'm doing a package where I'm going to, like, break down in tears. Or I'm going to show some vulnerability. Because right now, she looks flawless in everything she does. And I love watching that. But... <laughs> To have a good well, storyline on reality TV, show me your vulnerability. Show me the week on Survivor where you almost get voted out because you do something stupid. Show me the week on Drag Race where somebody just bombs a challenge. Like, do that. Well, it does make it, like, it's almost hard to talk about her because it's like, yeah, she's, like, on this show. Because it's like, yeah, she's perfect. She was wonderful. Moving on. Like, there's not... A ton, you can only say the same thing so many times before it's like, I'm bored of talking about her. Mm-hmm. And, and I know this isn't what we're talking about, but it's why Meryl is so lucky. Because I think Meryl easily could have been this, if not for the return and the rehabilitation of Maxim Shimerkovsky. He gives her a storyline. He gives interest. You put her with Derek, she's Christy. You put her with Max, suddenly there's there's like something to lose here. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's so unfair because I I want I keep wanting to make clear. She is incredible. I am not putting her down in any way. And I also don't want to be like, oh, Christy, you're so perfect. That means I hate you. Because that's so petty. And I know people do that. And I'm like, no, I love her. But this is also a reality TV product. Like, if I were rooting for her as an athlete, 
Like, let's say this is the Olympics and we're cheering for, it's just like, yes, this is exactly what we want to see. We want to see the person at the top of their game, executing perfectly, looking beautiful, coming across so well in every interview, just being so delightful that you love them. But when you're rooting for them as a character on a reality television competition, Meh. it just becomes... You know, we like, unfortunately, it's almost like a, it's a plateau. And my love for her isn't growing. It is just there. Whereas, like, yeah. I get more excited about what is Mario going to do? What is Jason going to bring me this week? You're not wrong about any of that, my friend. Thank you for letting me monologue. Sorry about that. Um, okay. Did we, did we tell the score on week four? Nope. 10, 9, 10. Len refuses. Mm-hmm. So 29. You you said Len was most likely to give a 10 first to her. And mm-hmm. he's the whole he's the lone holdout. Yes, he is. He knew I would make that prediction in 2022 and said, no way, Jose. He wanted to prove you wrong. He does give it up. He gives that 10 in week five for Latin night, their rumba. Which, how dare the producers give her a rumba? After they gave her a back-to-back tango and paso, I'm okay with her getting the slow rumba. I just feel robbed of what could have been an incredible samba. Of course, but I feel, based on everything we've seen of her yet, I'm like, okay, the the rumba as a choice makes sense. Yeah. Um, I did like that this was going for more romantic than, like, sultry. It felt appropriate for her. Mm-hmm. They were both grinning a little too much for me. But, yeah. I mean, again, it's just her world. I don't, I, I don't care about a rumba ever, even when it's technically well done. But I was like, hey, it's very technically well done here. Yeah, it was, I mean, she looked beautiful. They had gorgeous lines. It was fast. She was really emoting. 9, 10, 10. So 29's two weeks in a row. How can she improve from there? To get a 30. We shall see. We move on to Shannon Elizabeth and Derek Huff. Can I time out for a second? Sure. I... Don't like the energy I'm bringing today because I early on said, I feel like I've let go of my hate for Adam Carolla because I just understand that it exists. And then I've spent the next like hour basically being, hello, women who seem perfectly fine. Let me tell you why I hate you so much. And I don't know if I love no, the you haven't. No, you haven't. You did that to Marissa. That was it. I know you're about to do it to Shannon, but, like, that's fine. Shannon kind of deserves it. But then here I also go, oh, Christy Yamaguchi, you're too perfect. Show me vulnerability. Smile more, Christy. Like, I feel like I am coming in with unintentional sexism, and I don't know if I like it. I don't think you, I don't think it's reading that way. Okay. And it is just kind of like a byproduct of, like, there aren't a ton of men 
you know? So like, and we, we basically were like Christian, we don't care about. Yeah. So like, that's the thing too, is it's like, you could have been just as critical about Christian, but like, I don't, I don't think about him. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just wanted but to. I, I understand that you might feel that way, but like, I don't think it's coming across that way. Okay. I might leave part of this in because. Because <laughs> it's funny. Not only because it's funny, but if it is coming across this way, at least I'm showing that I'm noticing it and I'm thinking it before I just go for the jugular. All right. So Shannon Elizabeth and Derek Huff perform a Viennese waltz in week four. Derek is hurt. Jonathan is having to step in and dance with her. It's so stressful. But don't worry, folks. He is dancing live. They, in the package, literally say, the doctor says I cannot dance for at least a week. I will not dance with you. I can't do it. If the doctor says, hi, this is not safe, don't dance, why is he dancing? It's a neck injury. Why is that something that you would ever not take seriously? it's, It's possible that they filmed that stuff early, and then, like, he had an appointment a couple days later, and they were like, actually, this healed much better, or it didn't end up being a... As big a deal, yeah. you can dance, but it's still in the package. And then they don't address the fact that he's, they're just like, oh, Derek, you're better. Yay. And it's like, they said in the package that Derek is supposed to be out for a week. Yeah. So, so why is I, Jonathan Roberts not on my screen? <laughs> you're robbed of Jonathan two times by him. I, it's really frustrating, Chris. <laughs> it's very frustrating. Um, As to the dance. It's it's nice. Yeah, she looked dainty out there. And I don't like her looking dainty in a Viennese waltz. I thought when she was, like, extending her arm out to sweep, it felt like she was just kind of, like, throwing it away. So I don't necessarily see that as dainty. I, I honestly could have used more daintiness in it. Because I just thought it was a little bit like, eh. I wasn't getting that. That throwaway. I was getting dainty. It was fine. It was nothing to write home about. It had good rise and fall. I still felt very little connection between them. I was shocked at the scores that it got. Yeah, because Katie, you're wrong. It was the best dance of the night, according to Len. Because I have no idea what... like Of the season. Like, what was Len smoking? I was like, Len, that feels a bit dramatic. 9, 10, 9, a 28. His first 10. And then, of course, in their next package, Shannon and Derek are like, oh, yes, we got Len's first 10 of the season, blah, 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 blah. And, like, eye roll. Yeah, very much so eye roll. And then we moved on to a Samba with a, like, mild showman's package. And with a mild half samba roll, which was the most samba roll we got of the night. The only samba roll we got, and it was for like a beat. Or However, a two. I liked the way they entered into it that they like extended their arm out slowly together and then went for it. I liked that it was an inventive way in, and I was like, yes, that's the way to introduce into a samba roll. And then it was over already. Freaking dear. She looked unrecognizable. Yeah, the bangs were a choice. They weren't, like, horrible, 
but they were a choice. When we saw her early on in the show, backstage, every time, I thought she was Edita. No, I did not know who she was. Like, seeing somebody in the background, like, with the, because they also, like, I assume it was a wig, because it was, like, more volume than usual in her hair. Mm-hmm. It might not have been, but who knows. Um, but, like, I truly, it was just like, oh, I can't see the person's face, but it's obviously Edita. And it was not. And it was Shannon. She looked incredibly stiff next to Derek. I mean, stylistically, she was just so uncomfortable doing a samba. Yes, it did not look natural. She had a ton of bounce. It it did not look good. It genuinely, it looked like he was doing twice the work that she did when it came to like steps and things like that. Well, and then so Derek was sick that day um so jonathan basically in a very short period of time learned the dance in case he needed to go on um Mm -hmm. derek did dance it but despite him being sick shannon was just like dying gasping of air following yes so maybe we should feel bad for criticizing her lack of stamina uh in that package a couple weeks ago because it's clear yeah, she's got maybe none. There was, maybe there was a point to that. Which then begs the question, how does she kickbox? <laughs> two two punches and she's on the floor. The people deserve answers! I mean, one punch, she's on the floor gasping for breath. Uh, two kicks, she's passed out. <laughs> Basically. For a split second, I thought you were going with a, um, oh god, with a breakfast club, like, it's gonna be two hits, me hitting you, you hitting the floor. <laughs> like, I thought that's where that line was going, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, one punch, she's on the floor. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Well, yeah, no, it is gonna be two hits. She hits the bag, she hits the floor. She hits the floor. Sees a score of 23.887, and I thought it was overscored at a 23. Yeah. I just don't... I don't like them, and I just don't find her... I don't find her exciting either. No. Honestly, there's only a couple people that I like... When I watch them in the package backstage, I like... Not excited, but I'm just like, ooh, I enjoy them. And she is not one of them. No. Not by a long shot. So, 23. And for me, no. Next up, let's move along to somebody that we're excited about. And if you're not excited about him, Katie, Uh, I swear to God. No, I, Chris, I'm about to get effusive in my praise. Oh my god, and and this Viennese waltz. Katie, I'm gonna let you take as long as you need. Chris, I loved it, 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 I loved it! I loved it! It was flowy, it was elegant, it was fast, he flowed well, it was 
per- like I don't even I can't even go for that long because I have no other words other than just like perfection. The only mild criticism I can give is that the pinky finger on his throwaway arm sometimes looked like out of place. That is the only criticism I can give is for a pinky. He looked like a leading man out there. I loved it. There was so much content in this dance. Yes. I mean, he was constantly moving. It was so well choreographed. And it was so well executed by them both. You felt the connection between them. You felt that he was in the music. You felt that he was in the moment. He was in the partnership. I mean, it was... I mean, I I was stunned by it. This was, like... This was a moment. It was a breakout. Like, Jason... You have arrived. This is now your show. You have the floor, my love. Like mm-hmm. it was just like, breathtaking. I have I have loved him already, but like this is just solidifying. Like I have criticized over time the why do the NFL players get to come in and have like lowered expectations and do well? And it feels like there are so many NFL winners. And this is one where I'm like. The NFL player. (laughs) Were we robbed an NFL winner? Yes, we were. Not to spoil who wins the season. It might be Jason, but... I mean, here's the problem. We weren't. We weren't robbed a winner because the winner is right. Yes, we were. The winner is right. He needed to be on a a season without her. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. He should have been last season. I should never have gotten Helio. I should have gotten Jason. Bring him back for all stars. <laughs> yes. Dare I say bring him back over bring him back over Emmett Smith? Um Okay, well I don't know if I can co-sign on that. But... So, well, you can co-sign it after seeing his all-star season. <laughs> um I loved it. It was incredible. My, yeah. My only note was sometimes I felt his wrists were leading the rest of his hand and arm, mm-hmm. which I didn't love. I don't think it's a bad thing to do, but it, it it left like his hand was trailing behind his wrist and I wanted them to be like even together. But I, I, just like you said, the pinky sometimes being out of place, it's like, that's su- it's such a small, <laughs> yeah. pointless thing that it's like I don't care. I, I just man alive, man alive. Um, can I call out how absolutely <laughs> hilarious I found their package? Edita, where Edita is like Edita Slavinska is <laughs> the <laughs> Edita Slavinska is the queen. <laughs> Of being like, oh, producers, you would like me, <laughs> you would like me to try to set up why we should go to medieval times. Great, 
I will, I will give you the most incredible, stupid package you've ever asked for. I mean, Edita, Edita delivers. She, she's asked to take somebody to the zoo. Edita she's going to take them to the says. zoo. Edita is asked, hey, please take this person to medieval times. She says, oh, we are going. And like, she is a queen of this. She's the, the anti-Cheryl. Part of it. The funniest part of it is that she is like, Jason needs to treat me like a lady. I need to show Jason how to treat someone like a lady. Let's go to medieval times where women were like constantly disrespected, had no rights, like were treated as property. That's what I need to show Jason. But the ladies of the court property anyway he's the knight and he no gives it a nine okay but katie she the way she sells that is like oh i'm like the queen i'm a lady he's going to treat me with respect like the knight would when she explains that and says it you buy it because when the producers ask her to say a line edita will be like oh don't worry, I brought my own version of this line, and I'll give you ten versions. Thank you. Absolutely. I will, I will read each of them in a different inflection. You use what you need. Edita gives the people what they need, and the producers what they want. Mm-hmm. Cheryl, what do you have to say about that? Christian, what are you doing? <laughs> we still have a dance to learn. <laughs> Edita, please give me Edita, please teach Cheryl how to do a package. <laughs> so as as Katie said, Len refuses to give it a 10. It's a 29. Stupid. Do you think Len decided not to give it a nine because he hadn't given Christy one yet either? I have no idea. But like what if because he gives a 10 to he gives a Shannon. 10 to Shannon. What if that ends up being the first 30 of the season? It's Shannon Elizabeth. <laughs> that would be so wrong. On Latin night, they perform a rumba. I wish that they had been able to do a samba because doing a Viennese rumba back to back meant that I was less impressed by their rumba. Yeah. I I mean, I have nothing to say on this one. It was just like, it was a good rumba. He's very good. I like watching yeah, her it was dance. A, a fabulous rumba. It was fast paced. He had good hips, beautiful lines, great fluidity. He looked like he was enjoying it and feeling it. Edita killed it. It was just very well done. Nines across the board. 27 out of 30. And from our night, it's time to say goodbye to a lady. In the bottom two in week four to the bottom one in week five, it is Priscilla Presley and her partner, Louis Van Amstel. Katie, Mm -hmm. if you had asked me in the last episode, probably, am I devastated by this? I think I say yes. Ask me now. I feel a little less so. How are you? 
I'm I'm disappointed. I mean, I'm I'm sad to see her go, especially just because there's some people who I just don't care as much about. Um, in terms of just like going off of her dancing in these two weeks, then like maybe. But I okay. So in week four, they dance a Viennese waltz, and in my opinion, it is criminally underscored. Yeah, for the record. I agree there are people I would see go home before Priscilla. I just, mm-hmm. both her weeks four and five left me wanting more. And I kind of felt she had plateaued in a way that was disappointing. And so that's where I'm like, okay, you had a lot of unrealized potential. So I I, I mean, obviously I'm still disappointed that she goes home over other people. And I wish that she had continued, but like she wasn't one of my front runners anymore. Yeah. Um. This Viennese. So you thought it was criminally underscored. Absolutely. I thought sometimes she was a little too small and timid when they were like traveling in a hold together. Um. One of the judges said it was. It seemed like a neck thing, which mm-hmm. I think is what I was picking up on. Um. I I just thought it was good, not great. I I loved the choreography. I thought, like, her upper body looked stiff and the frame didn't quite look right. And it probably is that Bruno called it the shoulder neckline. It was Um, Bruno. Okay. Yeah. And she didn't look like she was breathing, but I thought the routine was excellent. And I thought, yes, there were mistakes and there were hiccups. Not mistakes. There were hiccups and it didn't look quite right. But, like, I just, I thought it was a very well done very gorgeous routine and then it's season 22 and the judges say that there was a lift and they're taking off points for that so maybe it would have seen eights across the board and i would have felt a a smidge better but like seeing two sevens on a dance like that i was just not okay with Mm -hmm. she is really charming in the package that she just like it's playfully like kind of starts needling louis which is very fun i enjoy that it felt like she would just give like small bits of flair of personality but was generally just kind of an understated person and i liked that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely a fun part of the season not like a big presence but one that's really nice to have it just always it always like warmed you up inside mm-hmm Seven, seven, eight, twenty-two, and their final dance. They dance a rumba. This I don't know how to say this. She yeah. didn't look polished, and I'm not sure if it was the routine or if it like a lack of performance on her end. There was a part of me that thought it was almost the costuming, but something just made a halfway decent routine really not click yeah it didn't click for me and it it started really slow it just she did the splits and i was like you go girl but that is like the only thing i remember about the dance yeah it just kind of seemed low effort is not the word but it just felt lethargic maybe yeah yeah and and it's such a shame because she was, again, a really good presence to have on the show. And she started so well and you knew she could dance really well. 
she just kind of had a week to weeks that put her on the near bottom to bottom of the leaderboard. And mm-hmm. she just, you knew she wasn't going to make it up. No. Especially when the rumba was going, you were like, oh, there's, there's no coming back from this. Yeah. And there wasn't. Like, she had to make up two points to get to Christian. And I think Christian likely has a different voter base than most anybody else on the season. Mm-hmm. Whereas Priscilla, I think her, mm-hmm. my guess is people who would vote for her would have a f- strong overlap with Marley and especially Marissa. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Priscilla is the one to go. But at least, at least she comes out of the gate real strong. And we were like, oh my god, Priscilla Presley. Um, Yeah. I'm not necessarily going to, because she is going out the halfway mark, I'm not necessarily going to be like, wow, Priscilla was one of the delights of the season, a true highlight. Especially because after her first couple weeks, she became less so and other people took that mantle. But Mm -hmm. she she was a hidden gem of the season, you might say. She was. She really was. I think that's a great way of putting it, Chris. Any final thoughts before we move on to our segments? I don't think so, man. I don't think so. Oh, I would love to shout out our girl Samantha looked incredible week five. Very, like, glam, old school Hollywood. Looked incredible. The blue dress with the hair, like, done up incredible i thought she looked incredible in week four i mean honestly as i've watched this i've just thought wow whoever is styling samantha is doing such a good job amen brother amen all right we don't have to golden boot week four we know who we boot it's adam carolla (laughs) award your golden boot for week five who do who would you have preferred to see go home just because I'm petty, I would have been fine to lose Shannon. I think I am the same way. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Shannon. So now, I don't think we've done it this way before, but I'm just curious. Who do you want to see go home next of the final seven? Like next, after the end of our next episode, we're going to get rid of two more stars. So who are you looking to get rid of to leave a final five? Uh, Christian and Shannon. Okay. So you want your final five to be Marley, Jason, Marissa, Christy, and... Mario. 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 I was trying to to remember which person I hadn't said. Yeah. It's it's very hard, you guys. Podcasting is hard. It is. It is very difficult. And now, your jaunty Savannah. Who would you? Who, who would, would I you get rid of? See gone next week. Yeah. I mean, Shannon is definitely one. The question is, would I rather get rid of Christian or would I rather get rid of Marissa? Well, since you're sexist, probably Marissa, right? <laughs> well, the the horrible answer is I was going to say I think I'd prefer to watch Cheryl again. So that's not sexism. That's looking to watch Cheryl dance. That's Cheryl. Yeah, and that's justifiable. That's justifiable. And because 
if Cheryl doesn't get to wow me in the packages, what am I going to do for entertainment? Yeah, no, I mean, if you're not getting lines that just delivered with such emotion behind them, what's the point of watching? I mean, just think about the zingers. Just think about how well she's just going to deliver this. Chris, what are you doing? We still have a dance to learn. Try it, maybe, try it faster, maybe, with just a little bit of, try it angry. Go, like, fast and angry this time. Okay. Chris, what are you doing? We still have a dance to learn. I really felt it popping off, popping off the screen. Okay. Award your jaunty Seven. Who won weeks four and five for you? Jason Taylor. I must be in the same boat. I mean, Jason wins with one dance. Over Mario? Over Mario Samba? I think because I had some qualms about his Paso that I didn't about Jason's Rumba, that's what does it. Because I might have been more interested watching his Paso, but I, I had like slightly more negative things. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's close. It's a close race. And of course, Christy's always in it. (laughs) We just can't give it to Christy every week. No. Well, Katie, if you would like to give us feedback, uh, make sure you rate us on Apple podcasts and Spotify. You can do that now. I have no idea if anybody has given us a Spotify rating, but we could check, but I'm not going to be the first. Uh, um, And of course, subscribe, share it with your friends. We love new listeners and hearing from you, our old listeners. Not that you're old. You still look beautiful. You don't look a day over in certain age that's younger than your own. Contact us on our social meets. Follow along on this crazy journey that we've been on. We are on the Twitter at JMP Pod. We are on Instagram at JMP.pod. And we are on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic. Katie, I love you and I like you. Chris, I hear you and I see you. Katie, there was so much emotion in that one. (laughs) (laughs) And please stay tuned for an all new episode of Samantha Who? Coming up next. <laughs>